In this episode of the Money Markets and Mindset Podcast, we're talking about the formula, baby. What formula is that? Well, it's the formula for finding winning trades. I got it, and I'm going to share it with you right here on the podcast. Let's get into it. You're listening to the Money Markets and Mindset Podcast, where it's all about learning how to have your money work hard for you instead of you working hard for it. And now your host, stock market coach and options trader, Jason Brown. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Money Markets and Mindset Podcast. I'm your host, stock market coach and real money options trader, Jason Brown. In this episode, I want to break down the formula to finding winning trades. We just came off of a challenge, and if you weren't familiar with the challenge, what we did was we did a free challenge, and for five days, we walked people through, number one, their limiting beliefs. So we had people set a goal and then talk about what would prevent them from hitting that goal financially. So we walked them through the limiting beliefs or the things that we tell ourselves that keep us from getting started, that keep us from reaching success. On day two, we walked through knowing your financial number, like how much money do you need to get started in the stock market? What percent return do you need to earn? And all of that good stuff. And then day three, we walked through how to open your first trading account. And day four, we walked through the three most common chart patterns. And then day five, I showed them a real life case study from an option trade that um, I took inside of my real account and produced some real profits. And one of the questions that came up throughout the challenge, because we had everyone ask, what, like, what is one of the most difficult things about getting started in the stock market? And while there was a whole different you know, range of what is the most difficult thing to people, because we had over 300 people inside the challenge, one of the things that stood out, and I said, I want to talk about this on the podcast, is... The question or the difficulty of or the thought process of, I should say, finding a winning trade or finding a good stock to trade. Okay, so those were the different variations. How do I find a winning trade? How do I find a good stock to trade? How do I know if it's a good trade? How do I know if this is a good stock to trade or buy or invest in? And so I wanted to give you the blueprint, the formula to finding winning trades. Now, nothing in the stock market is 100%. So I want to just put that out there right here, right now. So when I say formula or blueprint, I just mean that it is something that you can follow. It won't necessarily mean that the trade is going to be a winner 100% of the time. However, it'll give you a good starting point for finding and sticking to some of the best and most profitable setups that will allow you to actually make money. So let's break it down like this. I did a podcast before called The Three Things That Move the Market. We talked about, number one, the technicals move the market, which is looking at a stock chart. We talked about the practicals, which are life events. And then we talked about the fundamentals, okay? And so I want to go a little bit deeper into those three things that move the market, because when you combine them, when you put them all together, there lies your answer in how to find a winning trade inside of the stock market. 
So let's talk about the technicals first. So the technicals is just a thought process that there is a chart or a predictable, repeatable pattern that you can play. I like to compare it to the weatherman. When you think about the weatherman, this person looks at a chart. It looks they, they look at a radar of clouds. They look at a radar that tells them about moisture in the air, humidity, all these different things. And when you combine them and put them together on a chart and you get a couple of different percentages, this meteorologist or weatherman or weather girl meteorologist is the official term, but the weatherman or weather girl will do as well. Hopefully they don't take offense to that if they listen to the podcast. But the point is this person, once they chart that out on a graph, they can say with about 70%, 80% certainty that, hey, it's going to rain today or, hey, it's going to snow or the sun's going to be shining. Okay, they didn't just wake up and pull out the top of their head and say, "Ah, when I go on the news today, I'm just going to say, I think it's going to rain. Don't know why, but feeling like rain today. So when you think about the stock market, it's the same thing. The technical analysis is the ability to look at a chart and say, do I see a pattern here, first of all, in we talked about the three most profitable trends. If, if you're not familiar with that, you should register for the free webinar we got, How to Find the Best Stocks to Buy at the Right Time. I think that's what it's called, but I think it's called How to Buy, How to Find the Best Stocks to Buy and the Best Times to Buy Them, but it's on our homepage. Or you just pick up the foundations course where we're really going to in depth in it. But when you look for these three most prominent, predictable, repeatable patterns, then the next question you have to ask yourself, you have to go a level deeper, right? So first we got the chart. We're looking for a predictable, repeatable pattern. That's level one. Level two, we go a little deeper. And then inside that chart, whether it's an uptrend or whatever trend it is, then we say, is the stock at support or resistance? And you have to get good at Number one, understanding what is support and resistance. Number two, how do you find it on a chart? And so support is where people like to buy a stock. Support is where people like to put money to work. They feel for whatever reason it's undervalued or oversold, whatever the case may be. Now, resistance is where people think the stock has gotten too expensive. It's gotten too far ahead of its earnings, too far ahead of many different things, but they, for whatever reason, don't like it anymore and they start to sell it. So inside of this chart or predictable, repeatable pattern, there's levels, levels where people like to buy it, levels where people like to sell it. And so that is your first inclination of, is this going to be a winning trade or not? In fact, it's the first thing to tell you which direction you should be playing the trade. Should you even be bullish or playing the trade to the upside or should you be bearish and playing the trade to the downside? If you don't know that coming in, it's like not knowing if it's going to rain or if it's going to snow tomorrow. You don't know if you should put on a snowsuit or a winter jacket and you don't know if you should grab an umbrella or you don't even know if you should wear shorts or a long sleeve sweater. So 
That is what I like to equate technical analysis to. You need to know the temperature, the weather, how to dress, and what tools you're going to need. Do you need a shovel or are you going to need an umbrella, right? Because that's going to play into stock market terms. That's like saying, what strategy do I need? Do I need call options? Do I need put options? Do I need to be buying stock? Do I need to be selling my stock, right? So you need to know the temperature and then what accessories you're going to need for the day. And the best way to do that is by learning how to read charts, which is technical analysis. There are technical points that tell you something is highly probable of happening. So that's the first piece of the formula. Now, the second piece of the formula is researching the practicals. Okay, so what are the practicals? Practical things are is the Fed speaking this week? Are we at war? Did an oil tanker blow up? Is there a, a, a trade war like we're going through with, with China in the U.S.? And then President Trump and President Xi of China are going to meet and have a discussion on if this is going to escalate further or not. Those are practical events that have the ability to move the market big in a different direction. So let's just say you're looking at a stock and the stock is going up and you're like, this is a good stock. Jason Brown said, look at the chart, look at the technicals, look at where people like to buy. I like it. But if you stop right there and you don't go and research the practical events, is there an election? Are we at war? Is earnings coming up? Uh, Different things like that. You could actually buy a stock that you think is going up and tomorrow realize that, like I said, the president is speaking or the Fed is speaking about interest rates or something that can move the market opposite of what you thought. So that is number two. You want to be able to research the practicals because the practicals are going to tell you, yes, the technical chart may be going up, but there is an event coming up that may change the course and direction of what you think is going to happen. And now you have the ability to proceed with caution. You have the ability to have more of a longer term view. Maybe you buy a stock or you buy an option knowing that this event could derail it a little bit short term. And then you think, okay, I'm just going to go in and add to my position if it derails what I thought was going to happen to the stock. And on the other side, you say, may say, hey, I'm going to take a small position in case this gives it a boost. And if it goes like I think it is, then I'll buy more stock or buy more options. So either either way, whether you're buying a little and adding to it, whether you are owning something and maybe lightening up, selling a little bit of it off in front of a practical event that's coming up. You just need to know what's going on in the country and politics in the world that might affect this potential stock and this potential chart from moving in a direction that you think it's going to move. If you can do that, you now have two of the ingredients or two pieces of the formula for finding winning trades. So number one, you're looking at the chart. You're determining, is it in any kind of trend, first of all? Once you understand the trends, second, you're determining, is it at support or resistance? Support meaning a good time to buy, resistance meaning a good time to sell. And then you're going into formula piece number two, 
which is what practical things are swirling around right now? Uh, Are people getting laid off or is unemployment rate at an all time low and people are having jobs and they have money, which means it's going to more people are going to buy this product. Our interest rates low, which means this company borrowing money to grow their business. They're not going to pay as much in interest and fees and they'll still have the capital they need to grow their business or our interest rates rising and this company is borrowing money and that's going to hurt their balance sheet so these are all things that fall under the 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 practical and then again is is the president speaking is the federal federal reserve chairman speaking these are all practical things now once you get past the technicals and you get past the practicals The third thing that you want to look at is the fundamentals, okay? So now you want to say, if I had to hold this company for longer than I anticipated, are the fundamentals healthy? Meaning, is this company generating cash flow? Is this company also generating a profit, right? Because a company could be making uh, revenue or cash flow, but not necessarily making a profit. I always think about Tesla as a as a great example. They have been operating at a loss for quite some time. So, do they sell cars? Yes. Do they bring in some form of revenue? The answer is yes, but they don't necessarily make profit. And so, it may be questionable if they'll. Well, I guess that's always the question with companies like that, especially Tesla right now. People ask, how long can they go without making a profit? How long can this company go before they go under? Or will they crack the code on how to make an affordable car and sell it before they go under? And so that is a fundamental thing that may keep you from investing in that stock if you're, quote unquote, trying to find the formula for winning trades. You have to look at the uh, the fundamentals, look at their books. The other thing, you know, so we talked about, are they making revenue? Check. They are, but are they making profit? Well, no. But what if they are making profit? Okay. Then you have to go and look at their earnings, right? What is the earnings per share? Is it increasing? Is it decreasing? Meaning last quarter, they made $10 million. This quarter, they made $10 million. However, the difference, okay, the difference may be the 10 million that they made last year was off 50 million in revenue. This year, they had 60 million in revenue, but still made $10 million. So you say, wait a minute, wait a minute. They had 10 million extra dollars in revenue. So shouldn't that equate to 20 million profit? Well, no. You start to look at the earnings per share. Or you may start to look at their books or their balance sheet and start to say, huh, their expenses increased by $10 million. Is that going to continue to be a trend? And is that going to lower the earnings per share? Now, the earnings per share, you'd have to take the $10 million profit and divide it by the shares outstanding and you'd get earnings per share. But is there something that is increasing costs that is weighing on earnings per share or that could potentially weigh on the company's balance sheet. So even though they're making more revenue or selling more products, they're actually increasing manpower. Maybe they're not getting a good deal on the parts to manufacture whatever the product is. So you have to dig a little bit deeper and have an understanding of all those components if you want the formula to find a winning trade. (laughs) 
Now, you may be listening to this and say, man, that sounds like a lot of work. I got to look at a chart, see if it's in an uptrend or downtrend or what kind of pattern do I see? I now have to determine is the stock at support or resistance or determine if it's at a good time to buy. I now have to be aware of what's going on around me in the world um, with the government, with the president, with interest rates and different things like that. And then I have to research the fundamentals and get an understanding if I think the company long term is in good shape or not by looking at previous quarters of earnings and revenue, et cetera. And then the fourth component is time, giving yourself enough time to be right. Generally, stocks have moved up over the years, not necessarily down if you held them long enough. And so you may be saying like, wow, that is a lot of stuff to do. But when you really think about it, all of this stuff is already put together for you typically in one place, depending on what type of broker you use, depending on what type of charting software that you use to look at stock charts. I think where most people fall short is they just don't know where to look. And then when they look, they don't know how to interpret the data. So the reality is it's actually not a lot to do. And for the most part, you're already in tune with a lot of this stuff, except most people are in tune with it from the negative side. You only know about the stock market because everybody came in the next day and it was all over the news. The Dow Jones fell a thousand points. Well, somebody read a chart and told you it fell a thousand points. So you were informed. And then you you go to the water cooler around work and you say, I hear we're at war with China over trade, right? So you're aware of the practicals that's going on. And then when you hear GM or Ford is laying people off because they need to, to cut money or something like that, you're aware of certain companies' fundamentals. Maybe you're aware of your company's fundamental where you work at when they stop overtime, when they start laying people off, they start offering early retirement. They start saying, hey, we got to cut waste. We got to cut hours. We got to stop Everybody got to bring their own cup to drink water from, and we're no longer going to supply plastic cups because we're trying to save money. There are things that are happening around you that give you the indication that your company's fundamentals may be in trouble, or just from a practical standpoint, you understand that things must not be that great if we're tightening up on styrofoam cups, right? Or maybe they're just trying to be more eco-friendly. I don't know. But this stuff is all available for you. And if you choose, that's the key word here. If you choose to learn how to read a stock chart, you choose to learn how to read a financial report. And really, it doesn't take that long. You can just look at a snapshot and see quarter over quarter, are things increasing or decreasing? Quarter over quarter, what's revenue doing? Quarter over quarter, what's earnings doing? You look at about four periods, four quarters, that'll give you a snapshot of a year. And you literally, literally can take this formula, what I just gave you, and literally have a formula for finding winning trades, but they only win if you work for it, if you go put in the work and do the research. Because understand, once you do that research, you may have to go through 10 
or 20 stocks to find one that lines up with respect to each category, the one that lines up with the right technicals, one that is at the right time to buy or sell, support and resistance, one that isn't affected by what's going on in the economy right now, or one that is getting a boost from what's going on in the economy right now. So all of those things can work in your favor. You just have to find the time to learn how to put it all together. And um, hey, if I can put a plug in there, we can help you when you're ready. So that's the formula for finding winning trades. Just to wrap up, you want to look for predictable, repeatable patterns by using technical analysis, which is looking at charts. And then after you look at the charts, you want to determine when's the best time to buy a sale? Is it at support or resistance? And then you want to research the practicals and say, hey, what's going on in the economy with the government, with the president? And then you want to look at the fundamentals just in case you have to hold the stock for longer than you thought. You want to know that you're holding a good company that will weather any current economic storm should you give it enough time to come out on top. So that's it. That's the formula for finding winning trades. If you got any questions about that, as always, shoot us an email. Hit us up on Instagram at Brown Report. I'm here to help you get through this and start making some money or at least feeling confident that you can make some money in this market. I'll see you on the next episode. Thanks for listening to the Money, Markets, and Mindset podcast. We hope this episode has been educational and inspirational. To learn more about how to have your money work for you inside the stock market, visit www.thebrownreport.com.